Scotland tournament, all the way from sunny Algarve, where Scott is embedded with Stephen Gerrard's Rangers squad as a manager puts them through their paces ahead of the new campaign. On the pod today, we go inside that training camp as Gerrard ups the tempo. We discuss the latest transfer news with Joe Aribo set to arrive. And we look closer at Stephen Gerrard's words as he gives Darby the brush off. So Scott, how's it going out there, mate? Yeah, pining to be back in Drehold, Glasgow? Uh, I wouldn't say that, Fraser, judging by some of the pictures I'm seeing from uh, from back home with the rain lashing against the lashing against the pavement. It's, not, this, fake. Um, it's not fake news, mate. It's no, it's not. Uh, it's not quite like that over here. So uh, no, no, no complaints. It's been good so far. Good stuff. Well, you've been there three days now. Just, just tell us a wee bit about what it's been like, because I believe. Thing you were saying, um, it's absolutely top dwarf facilities, no, no expense spared. As we, you can just tell, Fraser, um, when we were at the, up at the complex yesterday, um, even just having brief chats with Gary McAllister and a couple other people in the, in the Rangers party, you can tell they're really impressed by the, by the level of the, the facility. I think it's a step up, even from a year ago uh, when my, my colleague. Gavin Berry was in Spain with them, I think they were at a place called La Cala in Mijas, which by all accounts was very good. However, speaking to Stephen Gerrard, and they say, pick not be tip bits, not three coaches, you can tell that uh, this place in, in Quinta de Lago is, uh, is a step up. I mean, the, I think the Republic of Ireland, uh, under Mick McCarthy, were here uh, a few weeks back before the international break for a training camp. Um, I think other club sides have used it, Portuguese national team uh, maybe uses it as well sometimes and um, in coaches it's, it's quite big on tennis, I think like Judy Murray's held coaching sessions now there so it is genuinely uh, top draw and the, I mean, the pitches that we've seen yesterday where the Rangers players were working on uh, were absolutely pristine, you know, were, were bowling greens basically so in terms of the, you know, the conditions and the temperature and the, the, the kind of venue, they, they couldn't have asked for a better, a better base camp, really. Yeah, that was, to be honest, the one thing that struck me was looking at the pictures dropping back here in Glasgow for yesterday's session. The, the, the surfaces we put a lot of oh, membership surfaces. Shame. It just looks like, I mean, for a far cry for what, uh, I suppose, Brian, mine in your day as well, we'd be used to running around Rock Hill Park and stuff like that. Oh, I definitely. <laughs> what what I a life for these guys. But if there's going to be one thing in particular, if one thing in particular that strikes you for the, the facilities that makes it that step ahead, what would you say it is? Um, well, I mean, the pitches would certainly be one. I mean, I was taken aback by just how, just how good they were. I think it's the... I think we've got two of these new Dessel uh, no pitches, which is the kind of integrated grass and, and AstroTurf, which uh, I think Selfie put in at, at Parkhead last season. I was with Brendan Rogers, was kind of trying out for, for, for about 18 months at Selfie, eventually got his, got his wish. So, I mean, the pitches are the, are the very best. No, I think inside the complex we didn't get too much of uh, a look, but no, look at some of the, the facilities, I think they've got all their pools and or the recovery stuff, um, you know, the ice baths and the recovery pools, all that. I think they've got all that uh, on hand. I think they're actually staying <laughs> the hotel. It's just like five minutes along the road, so they're not, you know, they're not having to you know, get up every morning and go a, and go a journey just to get to training. Um, it's very kind of you know, out the road, it's quiet. I think yesterday, 
seen one uh, one guy at the, at the complex where the Rangers top on uh, getting a couple of pictures with the, with the players and the manager and that, but that will suit them. It's not down to the ground, just, just getting away from it all. Uh, no, 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 Really nice setting, and for players, especially new players, trying to set it in. It's their first time away with it, away with the group. Um, as I say, they couldn't ask for a better, a better base. What, what have you seen of the new boys? Then have you had much of a glimpse of the, the Shea Ojo's and the Big George Edmondson? Not really. I mean, we we'll, only we'll seen a wee bit of the, we we'll only seen a wee bit of the training yesterday. We didn't get too much access. Um, that we seen them at the start, but. Just to be speaking to you, we spoke to a few of the players yesterday as well as a manager, and by all accounts, they seem to have settled in, settled in really well. Uh, in terms of like Ojo, I mean, he, Ojo obviously knows, uh, knows Stephen Gerrard and the staff uh, from his Liverpool days, so it should be an easy, easy enough transition for him. In terms of the Scottish boys, like Jordan Jones, um, Greg Stewart, Jay Casty, I mean, they'll know a lot of the uh, a lot of the boys at Rangers already. I know Jay Casty spoke about Pals and Ross McCrory, you know, Andy Halliday, for instance, uh, knows Greg Stewart quite well, so um, I don't think it'll be too much uh, an issue getting them, getting them ready. Then maybe maybe some somebody like Edmondson coming in, where well, I would imagine it'd be a bit of a step up from what he's used to at Oldham. I mean, we're talking about the facilities. When going from what he's been used to, uh, you know, doing you know, that tier in English football, I'm not sure what Oldham's training facilities are like, but I'm pretty sure they'll be nowhere near the, the standard that Rangers, uh, the Rangers are working with over, over here. So he might be the one that takes a wee bit of time to settle. Certainly, having spoken to Stephen Gerrard, he was pretty, pretty pleased with how the, how the first few days had gone. I'm assuming they've got a wee bit of 
Rafita in terms of getting into the getting into the pool and, and trying to relax. So I think we'll do a wee bit of a wee bit of everything. Um, and certainly, certainly at the end of the week, they'll be hoping that they're up to you know, they're up to a certain level um, because they're only when they come back uh, they come back on Sunday and they've only then got a week to the first the first friendly game against Oxford at, at Ibrox. So no, 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 there's no doubt. Season. Yeah. We've touched on the new boys there, and um, it looks like probably as we're speaking, um, number seven could be confirmed in Joe Rebo. Um, interesting comments for Lee Boyer this morning. I don't know if he caught those over in Portugal. I did, yeah. Um, smacked slightly of sour grapes, although understandable, I suppose, after the work he's put in. But Charlie, through what I've read, only have themselves to blame when. They had the chance to get a rebo tied down on a new deal a year ago yeah. and then took that away for the boys. So, really, uh, claim that a rebo won't develop in Scotland, for me, is ridiculous. I mean, as I never heard of yeah. Andy Robertson's, the, the Steve Davis's, Virgil van yeah. you know. What, what, what did you make of that? I thought it was very harsh on Rangers for a start, a bit harsh on the Scottish Premiership as well. Um, and I thought Boyle's been a wee bit, a wee bit naive. Listen, he's obviously gutted that he's lost probably his best player um, for next to nothing. Well, being an Englishman, I suppose you'd rather, uh, rather a rebound had stayed, stayed down south. No, it was clear that there was Premier League clubs, uh, Premier League clubs latterly, and certainly a host of championship clubs that were interested in, in taking him. But, I mean, listen, in terms of development, Ryan Kent last year in the development of him and he he had previous loan spells at you know, Freiburg in Germany and Bristol City and Coventry City you know, in England and it didn't happen for him but you look at the season he had the Rangers and now people are talking about he's worth you know, 8, 9, 10 million or whatever so quite sure if you ask Liverpool about, about Ryan Kent's development they'd have been delighted with the, the progress that he made and also you know, all due respect Lee Boyer coming for Charlton. I mean, I think I'm right in saying Charlton's, Charlton's best player last season was, was a guy called Lyle Taylor who played, who played in Scotland. No, Lyle Taylor's a good player, but it's kind of level he, yeah, but I mean, the level he got to in Scotland, with all due respect, was part of Crystal and Falkirk and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's, it's wise a Boyer to be kind of you know, disrespectful to the, you know, the Scottish top flight and particularly Rangers. I mean, he maybe doesn't realise just how uh, just how big a club Rangers are, uh, and I think personally, Aribo going from Charlton effectively a League One side in England, I think going to Rangers is a big step up from. And listen, it's no, no, I'm not saying it, and it's it's going to shock people, but Rangers, if we let, no, if we believe everything that we've read about Aribo and how highly rated he is, Rangers will probably be a, a stepping stone in his in his career to get him to the. Get him to the Premier League. That's probably how he'll be. He'll be looking at it, and that's there's no shame in that. For, for Rangers' point of view, if they can get, well, if they can get a boy for three hundred grand and develop him for the next uh, the next two years and turn him into, you know, what might become, as I say, like Kent, an eight, nine, ten million pound player and sell him to the Premier League, then it'll be it'll be brilliant business for the club. Yeah, I certainly. Somebody 
it's caught my eye down, down the years. I like watching that English football league. So, uh, and then Evo, to put it maybe, you know, basically, I think he's maybe the player they hoped over the Jarry I might have been. He's, he's got that dig, he's got that work rate, and he's certainly got that, that nose to get in the box and the end of things. Uh, and you can see why he's so highly regarded down there. Um, yeah. I think he could be the, the pick of the bunch for Rangers this summer. Rangers see it as a coup, getting them for the for the money that they've paid, and there's so many clubs that are interested. Um, he's a physical specimen, probably more so than a Jaria. Um, having spoken to Ojo myself, he's a different character to a Jaria, far more open, or far more personality and, and character about him uh, than than Jaria had uh, last season when he came up. And he's an attacking you know, midfielder who goes. You know, middle to front, gets in the box and, and scores goals and, and also can create from, from in and around the box which we all know many times that we speak about it on this, this podcast last year when Rangers went up against you know, deep line fences in the Scottish Premiership, particularly Ibrox when they came and sat in Rangers did find it difficult to, to break them down you know, in that kind of start to middle part of the, the season it did get a bit better laterally the likes of Stephen Davis came in, Scott Arfield changed position, you know, Jermaine Defoe came in. But certainly when they dropped points at the kind of start to midway the season, a lot of it was down to their kind of inability to break, to break teams down. And I think from speaking to Gerard, he sees Aribo as maybe been the answer to that, to that problem. Um, and if, if he can be the solution to that, then it should. You know, in terms of... In terms of points and wins, it could take Rangers just up, up a notch, which is obviously going to help them, help them challenge for the, for the title. Yeah, well, you're obviously surrounded with Rangers people there in the little corner of Algarve, so I, I won't believe you if you've said there's been no chat about Ryan Kent. Give us an update. <laughs> Give us an update. A week, the, the weekly update on Ryan Kent, Scott. What, what, what's the chat? Well, I mean, I think, I think one of few social media. This. I, think, I think Andy Hardy put in his, his Instagram and the kind of hashtag announced Kent kind of half joking with it, but, but probably half half seriously. Um, but there's no doubt that every player in that, uh, in that changing room will want, want Ryan Kent back. Um, I know, know Shea Ojo would like to see him, see him back as well because they, they kind of grew up together at, grew up together at Liverpool. So, and, and clearly uh, Stephen Gerrard wants him back as well but I think Rangers fans are going to need to be patient I know it's not what they want to know what they want to hear but ultimately the reality is Liverpool haven't even back for, for pre-season yet no after their uh, or no back for pre-season yet after their Champions League Champions League one so you know, nothing will happen on that score until Jurgen Klopp gets the squad back um, you know, gets players back gets guys alone back no doubt he'll need to decide on a, a pool of players to take away on their, their pre-season tour. So it could be late in the window before anything's decided on, on Ryan Kent's future. Um, what I do know is I mean, Gerard has done pretty much everything to try and persuade them. I'm led to believe Gerard spent a bit of time weekend over the summer uh, when he was no doubt trying to, you know, if, he, if he had to, uh, no doubt try to sell uh, the prospect of another season at Rangers, um, but I think I think the punters are going to need to wait wait a wee while. Um, but I would say I don't think it's I don't think Ojo 
then going to be part of the plans this year. They knew, uh, those two knew when they came back into uh, uh, the Hummel training centre for pre-season that, that they'd be with the, not they'd be with the reserves, that they'd be part of the first team squad. Um, Jason Holt and Jordan Ross are, are another two. They've obviously had loan spells in the lower leagues in England, and by all accounts they did OK. Then 
staff for the job here. I'm not the type of guy to walk away from something that's unfinished. Um, I don't think he'll leave Rangers until he feels he's he's achieved something, brought some some success back to the club. I certainly the character of Steven Gerrard and I suppose the ethos of Rangers, they just fit like a glove, don't they? I mean, if they continue to progress here. Sorry, only only go Scott, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I think he just likes a big. Rangers, albeit it's, it's Scottish football, but I, I genuinely believe he's 
Your mind. 